Dodging them raindrops. Yeah, well, I've got, I got my game of golf in. in on my got my game of golf in. Yeah, and sorry I couldn't join you, mate. Uh, Victoria all... Victoria had a school presentation. She was inducted as a prefect. Mate, what's more important, school or golf? Come on. <laughs> it was a Zoom call. I could have. Ah. Oh. Could have. You know. Why don't you do? You could have just put a cardboard cutout of yourself. No, but there was no and picture. Gone. Like you're not there. Oh right. It's just like a webinar style. So you can just see them. Couldn't you just record it and watch it later? To find out if my daughter was school captain or just prefect oh, or so, what? No, so come I on. Said, didn't she already know that? No. So what they do is they they have that whittle down the vote, and then there's four girls and four boys. They're all then announced as prefects a week ago. Right. But today they're lined up, and then three of them are named, and the fourth one is the school captain. So her her best friend or her great friend Lucia is school captain. So and she's a prefect. So yeah. Oh wow. That's awesome. What a great uh, honour. Yeah, it's awesome. Jacko was a prefect as well. Were you a prefect at school? I don't remember being one, no. Me neither, no. Yeah, no. And it's great because Harry, <laughs> we're all like, you know, you got to do a speech and you got to kind of, it's like an election, you know. And Harry's like, nah. <laughs> I said, what if someone nominates you? Nah, I'll say no. <laughs> wow. Harry's just so Is not like right? the other two. It's brilliant. Wow. Yeah. It's so it's funny how they're different, your kids, eh? Their it's amazing. It, it, it is. Yeah, it's it's amazing how they, they create. Well, that's good. That's personal. a good thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's a great thing. You don't yeah. want them all the same. Because Harry, Harry's a tradie. Like is he really? He'll be Already? a tradie, yeah, Already? for sure. Yeah, I don't, Mate, I don't great, see great him living a tradie. I don't see him being a doctor. We'll talk to Aaron. He'll, he'll sort of sort him out. Yeah, well, his uncle's a, a Sparky. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, wow. Like, he, yeah. Is he handy though? Does he do stuff? Yeah. Like we we get in craft kits, we're like woodworking and stuff. Yeah, he'll nice. do that. There you go. Mate. He doesn't want to be a tradie. He doesn't think he wants to be a tradie. But right, okay. I think that's the perfect thing for him. Yeah, my son, he was always going to be a tradie. He he's he was always going to be like he was always always good at woodwork and all those. Right, those right. Things. Mate, that's what I. It's weird because it's so far away, but I look forward to Harry getting into woodwork in year seven and eight and yeah. seeing how much he enjoys it or not. Um, plus, when STEM gets a bit more real. Rather yeah. than just the silly robotics so stuff they do now. now. He's in year four now. Year four. Yeah. And so, so Vivi's in year Going into year six, six next year, yeah. Wow. So Harry's going into year five. Then it's big school. Vivi's into year six. And Jacko's in year ten next year. Wow. Yeah, year yeah. ten. Yeah. That's when he sort of goes, he has a careers advisor and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, when it's starting wow. to get real. Wow. <laughs> yeah. His ma- ma- one of his mates ten. is going through his L's next month because he's, you know, they're, wow. they're so wide. Yeah, wow, right. Because I remember year ten. That was a great year, year ten. I didn't have a year ten. Why not? I don't know. I don't remember. It's Griffiths. So okay. I did year seven, eight, nine, and ten in Griffiths, and year eleven and twelve at Woiwoi. Like I barely remember the names. So you of never went to, went to school, school in Sydney. Yeah, uh, yeah. Condor Park Primary School. Primary school. But yeah. high school was five out, and out six. of town. Yeah. High school were your country boy. Yeah. So year, you know, one through, yep. You know, preschool through to year five. I was in Queensland. Five and six. The formative Sydney, years. The formative years. <laughs> Five and six in Sydney, and high school in Griffith, and yep. senior, like year 11 and 12 in Woiwoi in Central Coast. Yeah, well. Yeah, I yeah. went to Pagewood, Morris Brothers. I went to I went to Morris Brothers Daisyville first, because yeah. what we did, when I was in primary school, I went to a, a co-ed primary school, of course, right? Yeah. So boys and girls, but the boys only went to year four. Right. Then year five and six was Morris Brothers Daisyville. It was like a preparatory high school college, sort right. of five and six. And the girls went to year six only. Ah, and so then that year seven was then Pagewood High School, Morris Brothers High School, right? And um, my son went through Pagewood, but by then Daceville had ceased to exist. So it was year kindergarten to six was boys and girls, right? Yeah, and uh, he went to my same high school, Aaron, and and my my three kids went to St Bernard's Primary School. And my wife and I went to St Bernard's Primary School. All my wife and I and our kids all went to the same primary school. I don't think I don't think there's another family that's done that. They're all all of them, all of us went to that school, primary school, St. Bernard's. Wow. Yeah, Joe was a year below me at primary in primary school. That's how long I've known her. 
since I was uh, a young lad. I, I just can't relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, um, yeah. And I think the, the school had, uh, I think they're having an anniversary or something. And uh, they're inviting yes, ex, ex, ex students and, yep. and parents from the thing. And I don't, do, I've not done reunions. Yeah, I mean, there's been a couple. Have you never had a school reunion? With your we've had them. I've never gone. Mate? I've never really? Gone. Why? No. Just I hate out people. of town. <laughs> you haven't kept in touch with any of your school friends. Yeah, I've got like yeah, like four friends that I the like, regular in contact or yeah, just like Flipsy, who's, who's oh he went to school. Okay, yeah, year, right. year eleven okay. and twelve with him. Yep. Kirsty, my, my my best friend, oh, we yeah, went to year yeah. eleven and twelve. Yep. Uh, yep. Tracy. Year eleven and twelve. Yep, I've got okay, a couple so of other mates from year eleven and twelve. Did you go to Coed High School? Yeah, right. and then I've got one mate from Griffith who I still keep in touch yeah, with nice. now. Yeah, I've got a few good mates from some school that I I hang out with and plug off with and that. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, and it was our well, we've had a couple of reunions. Over there. Actually, we've well, yeah, had three 40th, or four reunions. 40th, Shut up, fortieth, <laughs> you idiot. Here a ticket. <laughs> we've had. Um, well, we were nineteen ninety three, yeah. year twelve. So what would that be? Twenty twenty three. What's that? 20, uh, it'll be 30 years. 30 years. 30 yeah. years. That's yeah, actually well. not that far off. Like, when I said 40th, 23, yeah. Like, what year would be I, your 40th? I was 1985, so it'd be 2025. Oh, so uh, I'm not 40th. far off. Shut I mean, let's up. be honest. <laughs> you, that's, yeah. that's, that Close. wasn't having a go. Last year, 2020 was 35 years. Yeah, 35 years. That's a long time. Class of 85, we did the HSC, wow. 1985. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but no, we we had a year. We had a. Re- I tell you what, we we the first reunion we had was one that we didn't plan on having, right? Because one of our one of our ex students uh, he committed Bill. suicide. Ah, right, died. Okay. And um, the first time we'd got back together again as a, as a year was at his at his funeral and at right. his yeah, and that was that was sad. I think nineteen eighty eight. That was it. Was that was three three years after we left school. Yeah, is then that was the first year that we were. We got back together again under unfortunate circumstances. Yeah, yeah. And um, I remember the guy too. He was a great bloke, and he was a real tough bloke. He was, he was, um, he was the when we played in our school side. I was hooker, and he was our front row, big, tall, strong bloke. And I remember he was always he was always very protective of of, of me because I was little, littler than him. I'm the hooker. Mm. I remember one great story where I remember getting tackled in in the in goal uh, for our Pagewood side. And I remember getting up and seeing his name was Wayne. I remember seeing him. I, I get up from the tackle and I see him grab this bloke and just KO, just knock him out. And I'm thinking, mate, what'd you do that for? Yes, mate, he, he, he hit you. He sort of gave me an uppercut in the tackle. He goes, kind of that. He did say, knock this bloke out cold because this bloke had a little niggle at me. Wow. Yeah. And, mate, just such a sad thing. He was a real, to- real lovely bloke and... I don't know. There was some dramas. He broke up with a girl and that, and bloody yeah, just bloody ended it all. It's really, really sad. Like it's, and he was only what eighty eight. We were, we were Early 20, 20s, yeah. 20. Well, I was yeah. twenty in nineteen eighty eight. So yeah, wow. sad, sad times, mate. Of, 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 there's, there's a couple of blokes we've lost from our year, and we that, that's when see, I, you know, but that's the, that's the difference. I think you you think of it as a year. Oh, mate, there's like a group of ten of us that would have been. Yeah, so we we. There was the cool group had the you know the year twelve room like in year twelve yeah. at Warrior High there was there was a room for the seniors, I never went in there in my life because they were all the you know cool people and then there was the complete you know nut jobs and kind of future criminals, <laughs> they're just out in their <laughs> so own. There was all the different groups and then there's there was us which was just this we were just a yeah. good little group we just did our thing and we had we actually uh, kind of took over a little room at the end of the art block. It was a computer, um, computer room. 
No, we didn't have a computer. Designer room. websites, were you? No, <laughs> no, I was the only nerd, um, <laughs> and that was just where we would congregate. But it was like if I think about if we lost anyone, no, like in right. the because it's, it's a very small group. Yeah, like we, I don't. We've lost. We've, we've lost probably lost three. lots of people from the yeah. year. We've lost, but I wouldn't few. know them. I, I, I remember it's our, sad. Our, I guess our, yeah. our year, like our year, like when we were seniors, so the year eleven and twelve. Yeah, we only had like about. There was only about like 56, 60 students in our year. Oh, no, we were massive. It was quite a small year. We like, were massive. That's why I reckon we were pretty close. We were all close. Like, there weren't any groups that were just always by themselves. We were all pretty inclusive. Oh, yeah, right, we, okay. we had a really tight group of guys. And, um, yeah, we had. A, I really loved playing footy for the school. The school footy comp was sensational, the MCC comp, the Metropolitan Catholic College comp. But we, we, all, we all stayed in touch. There's a few of us that are all connected on Facebook and that, and we, you know, we... We, um, you know, we we see each other around the place, and, and see, I, a lot of people still live locally. I've definitely got a few connections on Facebook that are from high school. Yeah, names I might recognise from Griffith. I remember recognise a few, but also the bigger problem is, like, um, the girls of all, a lot of them have changed their names, yeah. and so even if I was lucky enough to remember a name, yeah, right, they've changed their names. Well, now. I went to an all boys high school, so we all kept our names. Yeah, I went to a boy. I didn't go to a co-ed high school. It was, yeah. God help us if we did. I went to an all boys. I was all Got boys. Got girls. Yeah, I was all boys, mate. But um, yeah, uh, it's fascinating. And yeah. I keep, even kept in touch with some of the teachers too. A couple of teachers became really good friends. Because like 1985 was a tough year for me because that was the year I lost my brother. Yeah. My brother Joe passed yeah. away early that year, and he's me. While you're in year 12. While I was in year 12, starting year 12, and that was a tough year. So the, the a lot of the teachers sort of really sort of helped. They really helped get me straight. You know, they were yeah. a tough time. And uh, I kept in touch with them all, all even after school. Wow. You know, I, I never forgot what they what they did, and it made changed a lot, changed everything for me. Really helped me a lot, and I was really fairly thankful for that. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to sort of cut ties with them. I wanted to sort of keep in yeah, touch with them, which yeah. I did. You know, it was good. I there's no, I have no such contact yeah. with teachers and stuff. Yeah. No. Yeah. I remember bumping into a teacher. Right? He's really a funny have story. contact with people I used Here's to work with. Here's a funny with. story. I did a. Um, remember, I was talking about the Metropolitan Catholic Colleges. <clears throat> yeah. I remember talking. That, oh, they had a presentation night, and I was there. Me, there was. I. Oh, they wanted me to talk about my experiences MCC, and I was with Jason Clark, who was playing for South at the time, mm. and I was sort of like the semi MC sort of guest special guest of this function, and we were talking about, and I, I was sort of talking about how MCC comp was like playing first grade because. Pagewood was like Souths, Marcelin was like the Roosters, Cogra was St George. So we, all, all of our schools had their own little district, like the NRL did. Yeah, and I remember coming home. There was a te- there was a guy, a teacher in the audience that taught me. He was our sports master. His name was Nicky Nick Bryan, and he was the sports master. We were coming back from our on our school bus from North Shore. They were like North Sydney, right? From uh, we had an away game. And remember the old Taylor Square? Before the Eastern Distributor, we used to drive through oh, Taylor what a Square. Nightmare. Yep. And I remember there was me and another bloke. We were sort of near the window, and there was this bloke, you know, what Taylor Square was like. You know, Bloke had this Crazy. bloke, yep. walks with crackers. And we were going to go, look at this bloke, you know. And he sort of looked up at the bus, sort of blown up, grabbed a garbage, threw it at the side of the bus, right? And I'm thinking, this he's going to kill us. Look, the, the glass, the, it hit the frame between the windows, so the, the garbage hit the metal instead of the glass. If it hit the glass, we would shatter the glass in, into us, right? Anyway, we're thinking, oh, geez, what about that? Next morning, Nick Bryan, the bloke who was in the audience that night, says, 
everyone who was on the Pagewood bus, go back to where you were sitting yesterday on the way back from North Sydney. And me and another bloke named Johnny, we sat in our seats again on this right where the damage was on the bus. And we're thinking, oh, fuck. So, <laughs> Nicky Bryan goes, goes, what are you, Frederick? You can't get your mouth shut. Get out of here. And I, I end up getting friggin' six cuts of the cane because I said something to a bloke out the window who threw the garbage, the, the garbage at the bus, right? Yeah, oh, right. We, we would say, hey, hey, mate, what about you? How's your hair? Where do you get your hair cut? Fuck line trolls. You're a bus troll. No, well, we were just having fun. We didn't insult the bloke. We were sort of having a bit of a laugh. But this bloke went nuts and threw the bin at the garbage. And the next day, I copped it. And this, it was that night. And I brought, I knew, saw him in the audience. And I told that story on this night when yeah. we were coming back from North Shore, North Sydney. And I'm thinking, mate, you, you bastard. You gave me six cuts of the cane that day. <laughs> That's it. Kill me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, I, I think I, I look at you know there's different periods of your life and you know they separated into kind of school yeah and then you know I've, like I've got a kind of Amanda group of friends like with her friends yep. and then there's kids so all the parents yes. and, and kids yes. in sport yep. put that all together and then I guess there's work but like at SBS there was only there's only like two people that I keep I really only one that I keep in touch with from yep. SBS yep um because he lives locally and we kind of run into each other now and then and. I employed him and, you know, we, we get on pretty well. So yeah. he'll text me. Like, he texts me the other morning when the Formula 1's on. Going, this is epic and stuff. Yeah. Um, and you say, who's this? Yeah. <laughs> um, from GB, there's a fa- like, I keep in touch with a fair few people from 2GB. Yeah. I was thinking about, actually, and I probably, I wonder if, I actually don't. Someone sent me an audio message the other day. and yeah, right. As you would for working in radio, hey? Oh, no, it's, <laughs> been, it's been deleted. Um, well, we're going to play it. No, it would be funny because he... His name's Dane Hudson. He, he's I remember him. He must have lived out near Hadley. Yeah. And so he he would just come in. Hadley would bring him in and he'd do like work experience stuff. Anyway, he ended up doing the phones or whatever with yep. on the footy. Yep. And he, a lot of the guys and girls who worked at GB when I was, you know, on the phones working on Hadley and the football, they just tell stories about me on the phones. And yeah. this bloke <laughs> sent me an awesome voice message going, Hi, 2GB. You want to speak to Ray Hadley? And it was just a fucking impersonation of me on the phones. And it was fucking hilarious because I was an ass. Like, I would, like, my job back in the day, that you don't get talkback isn't the same. You don't get a lot of calls now on talkback. Yeah. If you listen to Hadley's show, like, he gets two calls a day yeah. because it's not that, that's not the style of show anymore. Yeah, right. Um, but back in the day, especially on the footy, you'd get like 100 calls an hour. Of course, yeah. And 99 of them wanted to talk about scrums. And I had to tell them to fuck off because we didn't talk about scrums. <laughs> Like we don't talk about scrums. You're a football show. Yes, but it's boring. Talking about scrums yeah. is boring. Talk and, about Souths. And so the me. funny thing is, I didn't know anything about football. So I just oh. I, I just say whatever Ray would say on air. I, he goes, We're, no, no more calls. Like, there would be a big story. Like, massive story. Yeah. Like, Bulldogs getting kicked out of the comp, right? Yep. Midday. Interview with David Gallup. You know, 20 past. Interview yeah. with the Bulldogs CEO. Yep. Take calls until 1 o'clock. 1 to 1.30, you might take a few more calls. And then Hadley go, that's it. And I say, so, you know, this is the biggest story of the fucking year, yeah, right. probably the decade. You're turning people away. And my, my job is to go, no, nah, we're not talking about that anymore. Uh, like, what do you go, mean? Fuck, not fucking idiot. And, and I go, because we're trying to have some fun. Like, uh, so Bozo would get his fucking bell and we just... Get a life, mate. Get a life. No, I normally... If were you were if, polite? If you were nice, I'd say, thanks very much. I'll put you on the list and we might call you back. That's my way of saying I'm never calling you back. Yeah. Um, if I ever said that to you on the phone, you were never getting yeah, a call good. back. Yeah, okay. And then, and then there was the people who would. If you, my rule was, and this is what all the all the producers from back in the day will tell you. Yep. My rule was, 
You're rude to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm rude, rude to you. you. Exactly. You right. swear at me. I'll swear fucking back well, at you. Well, I remember that was that was the same rule um, for for me when I was working at the telly. Yeah, right. And if you get a reader who's sort of saying, "Oh, look, you know, polite," and I'm polite back. Yeah. But as soon as they say, "Ah, oh, yeah, fuck," and whatever, and they say, "Mate, fuck off," and you hang up. My or, or you'd say, "You know who you're talking to? Good. Well, fuck off." Yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing, and I may have told this story before. Apologies, but. Um, on the weekend at 2GB, you're sitting on in what we call the call vetting area, which is where the, the producer and the phone operator would sit. And I would produce and do the phones because I fucking loved doing the phones. It was my favourite thing. But behind you, literally, you'd turn around, was a normal phone, but that's the after-hours switchboard. Oy. And so people would have a go and they'd say, fuck, no, 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 and then they'd hang up. And then two seconds later, switchboard rings. And you go, Macquarie Radio Network? And they go, I'd like to make a complaint about the bloke on the on the <laughs> phone. And I'd go, oh, really? What's happened? Oh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, so tell me. The best part is. Oh, so what you put in a slightly different voice Just a on. slightly different. And then the best part is, a <laughs> couple of years later, I get promoted. I'm assistant program director. And so <laughs> after a while, I'd say, that's unbelievable. I'm really busy on the weekend. Sorry, could you call back during the week and speak to the assistant program director? Which is you. <laughs> so they'd ring up and they'd oh, complain no. to me about me. About you. Oh, wow. Now and then, one or, one or two of them would get through to the COO. How, which, would, you, how, which, would, you result, how would you end that call? I'd say that's unbelievable. I'll, 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 let, I'll, I'll talk to him on the weekend and hopefully it doesn't happen you again. cheeky bugger. Now and then they'd get through to the COO, which was Marin Vincent. And we got on like a house on fire, Marin yep. and I. Yep. We, she just understood that I was just doing what I, what I could. <laughs> I was working for a bloke that was difficult to work for. Yeah. And, you know, these were not easy conditions. And so she'd call, I'd get a call or an email. She said, can you come and see me? I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, what have I done now? Uh-oh. Monday morning. Uh-oh. And I go in and she goes, listen. And the, the best one was one one night there was a bloke who, mate, he was just a, he was just a fucking pig, this bloke. Like, I, I don't remember what he did, but he, he pissed me off enough that I wrote his phone number down. Oh. And we all went to the Wenny Dogs at a corporate box and got a little bit drunk. And I fucking rang him and rang him and rang him oh. all night. I just kept ringing him. <laughs> And so he rings on Monday and complains, rightly. And Marin goes, listen, you've done a lot of things over the years, but this one, probably you just... Oh, you crossed the line. Yeah, maybe just, just please don't ever do that again. That was that oh. was like a warning of like, you know what, I, I'll I'll stand up for you for anything, but that's that's too far. <laughs> I never, never did it again. So you got pulled up. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I, I remember getting the calls there like that from readers when I was at the telly, uh, when I was deputy sports editor. When you're sports editor, you're, you're, you're off side, answers the phone. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I remember the day South got kicked out of the comp. Yep. And I was agreeing with all of them. Yep. Not not saying, oh, okay, yeah, thanks, thank you, appreciate your call. And yep. people saying, you fucking idiots coming, your foxtel boxes on the fucking footpath. Yep. You know, you'll never buy your paper again. And I'm thinking, okay, thanks for your call. And this is, in my heart, I'm thinking, yeah, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I'm, I agree. I couldn't say yeah. that, but it, I, had, yeah. I had my black armband on. Yeah. But I would, would, you know, had to toe the party line, the company line. But one yeah, of the best. That was a tumultuous <laughs> time. Were you, were you working at GB during that time? Uh, no. Where yeah, were, you? Actually, were you still in high 95, school? 95. No, yeah. It was 95, wasn't it? It was, yeah, 90. 95, no, yeah, 90, yeah, 93, <clears throat> 94, 95. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, so, because I was working at, um, I was working at, GB, but on sport. So I was at Bathurst. In fact, I was at Bathurst. Some shit must have gone down in October because I remember being at Bathurst. We had the Rothman Special Event Centre. We are doing a live broadcast with David Tapp and everyone. We were calling Bathurst. And shit went down. Like the Super League shit went down. I don't remember what it was. Anyway, that, that's why I remember that. But, <clears throat> you know, I, the funny, the, you know, the, the Bulldogs getting kicked out of the comp thing. Oh, there's a piece of audio 
from with the bull hang on the bulldogs lost their point yeah I remember I was sports editor. It was the, two thousand and one stuff and everything. Wasn't it was it? Yeah. Two, no, it was they they breached the salary cap. That was a sim, the year they went to port was a Port Macquarie. Yes, the year they got they lost their points because they breached the salary cap. So I was sports editor. <clears> then. I remember that day because a I turn away the calls. Yeah. B there was this <laughs> there was this call and it's a it's a classic call. It's probably on a CD somewhere, but certainly Hadley's got it. Don't think he plays it anymore because the woman involved. I don't think. She's, you know, in the best of mental health anymore. But at the time, she was just a regular caller. Kelly from, I think, Port Macquarie or somewhere. And she was just a crack-up, you know? She was just a loose unit crack-up. <laughs> and they were having this great, hilarious conversation where she was just totally loose. And, mate, it was literally crying with laughter. Bozo, Chippy, <laughs> Hadley, Blocker, just crying with laughter. Bob Fulton, actually, at the time, had a, had a belt. Like, I'm talking a fucking belt. Like the size of like two, a, two like soccer a, balls, like a ding, 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 ding. Not okay. a little school bell that you, you yeah, hold in your hand. Right. A thing on a. It was on a frame. We had it sitting in the side of the. It studio. wasn't like a boxing and ring bozo, belt, like a bigger mate. I'm talking. Wow. I'm talking 30, yeah, 40 wow. centimeter diameter, and you can ring thing. it like a. You with, walk with over to it, and you got ding, ding, ding. Okay. Anyway, so we've got this <laughs> Kelly on the line. She's having this cracker story, and then, and then two things happen within the call because they're laughing so much. Bozo's ringing. Bozo, ring that bell. And Bozo's ringing this bloody cowbell, but massive <laughs> bell thing. And Chippy and Chippy or Hadley go. Meanwhile, the Bulldogs have been kicked out of the comp, and then yeah. just goes back into it. And uh, it's just such a great, uh, you know, cap snapshot of that show because oh, it yeah. was a football show. They laugh. Yeah, it was and good. on the day that the Bulldogs got kicked out of the comp, we're in fits of laughter over this woman who was just a loose <laughs> unit. It was just mate, yeah, such a I, great I that. That show a to story. work on. That was the the biggest story. That was one of the biggest stories I had when I was sports editor. The other one was um, Wayne Wayne Carey. Yeah, when he and and his mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was big story. I was sports editor. Then he came too. back from that pretty well. Yeah, like he's still a media. Like he oh, didn't. I know. I know. Well, at the time, mate, it was like it was big and like it was a big story. You know how big AFL is in Melbourne, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Melbourne, I used to religion. Up, whenever, whenever I used to ring up, because when I was sports editor of the telly, you'd have a hookup with the sports editor of the Herald Sun, and the, the Breeny was was sports editor of the Courier Mail, yeah, yeah. and I'd chat with him every day. He goes, "Yeah, I'll have that. I'll have that." It takes my whole news list. So I said, "What are you giving me?" He goes, "Nothing." He goes, yep. <laughs> "But I'd, I'd chat to Melbourne, and I'd say, oh, yeah, we've got um, we've got um, eighteen pages of AFL, and then two pages for everything else.'" <laughs> That's uh, Melbourne held. Yeah. That's how much AFL was everything. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Sydney, we're a bit more sophisticated. We'd have you know four pages of league, page of soccer, a couple of pages of mo- mo- page of motorsport, whatever, yeah. and then whatever else yeah. AFL. And um, the for that story that was big in Sydney. You can just imagine the the size of that yarn in Melbourne when it dropped. Oh, it was massive, massive story. Yeah. Because well, who's playing for the Kangaroos? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and um, so it was his mates, his mates' wife, is, yeah. and it was like it was just just total scand- Nebraska, yeah. scandalous, bloody <coughs> story. Yeah, and mate, that well, that just had so much leg. That was a massive story for weeks. You know the Bulldogs year because that was a that, that was, was so two thousand and one as well. Same so year. much happened in that year, right? Yeah. The um the the other thing that happened that year was you know Willie Mason was a big part of the you know the, the perceived problem there. You know you yeah. got a lot of headlines. Yes. And every year we would do an outside broadcast. It may have been the year after this happened, but anyway, every year we would have an outside broadcast at Harvey Norman, big sponsor. Yep. They would put on. They were sponsor of the football, the, the state of origin, yep. and of the football show. So for the for the home origin, so the second or the third origin, we would do an outside broadcast where all day every host would be there, breakfast through through to evenings, yep. and drive time. It the team, the fucking New South Wales Rugby League team, would oh, come, wow. the whole team, and they'd sit. They'd be a couple of interviews, and they would sit alongside the broadcast studio on a table, 
and people queue so for hours though. and they just be doing autographs, right? Yeah. So there's a big, big table. Yep. Um, and, you know, imagine like a, you know, butcher's paper all over it. Yep, big trestle and they're, table. And they're all sitting there with black, black pens yep. signing people's stuff. And I'm walking around taking photos and stuff. Willie Mason is, you know, doodling on the on the table. Uh-huh. But he's doodling doodles. Uh-oh. Right? What is he, five? <laughs> so I've taken a photo of that. Oh. And because, mate... And what it, year was it? Was it on your phone? I, I think was it might have been. Well, no, I was taking photos with the camera for like uh, you know, the course, website. Yeah, of course, yeah. And um, I, I feel like it might have been two thousand two. This happened, but anyway. Um, and mate, it it got it made the news because this idiot is drawing dicks all over a table where kids are coming up yeah, and signing That's, autographs. I know. And I'm like, dude, did grow that, up. Did that go public? Did yes, it, it did. Yes, he got in a bit of trouble. Oh, well, yeah, because of you. So I hope he's not listening. Yeah, right. Big Willie. Yeah, well, Big Willie was drawing Big Willie. So it's a big yeah. unit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm still scared of it. Big dude, yeah, I know. But you know, wow. footballers being footballers. Yeah, I know. But you think, you know what? Grow a brain, mate. You're there yeah. in public with kids around. Yeah. What are you doing? Exactly. Like, come on. So it's it's just oh. funny how you know they've got it. They've literally got to grow up at some point, don't they? Yes, they do. But that's they the do. thing about how young they are. Same yeah, in any sport, though. Like you watch in Formula One, you watch these re- like Max Verstappen. He's literally maturing before our eyes. Yeah. He hasn't matured, but he's he is. Every every year he's a different person in interviews and the way he reacts. It's actually sad in some ways because they become more media trained and da 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 da. But as and then that's the same as drivers. They become better, smarter, and at a certain point they actually become. There's there's a there's a common kind of story in motorsport that when you get married and have a kid, you lose like tenth, one tenth of a second a lap huh. because there's just there's less risk you're willing to take because you've got a kid. Sure. It's it's completely unproven, but it's just a thing that people say, yeah. but. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you think though, like you, how many times you you hear about incidents like this, and and just the lack of thought that if they had to just stop and stop and think about what you're doing, and yeah. you know the it would have saved a lot of heartache, yeah, a lot of drama. Mate. Made made good headlines. Oh but yeah. It just just yet what what. What used to shit me though was just like yet another black eye for the game. It was just like yeah. thinking, well, these boys are getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to play footy. Come on, like how hard is that? Yeah, I don't know. It's really not rocket science. Listen, um, uh, we're going to America very soon. What are your yeah. current thoughts on COVID? Well, I'm just going to be careful, mate. Like I'm going to wear a mask in public. I'm going to wear a mask near people. I'm going to keep a distance from people where I can. Um, I'm just going to be cautious. I'm not going to be. You know, going to any rave parties and sort of uh, mosh pits and shit like that. So yeah. I'm just going to do my job, do what I got to do. If there's a dinner, I'll go to a dinner. If there, you know, I'm not going to go in Vegas. So, like, I don't know if we get invited to like to see a show or anything. I don't know whether that's going to be on the cards. I doubt it. There's no um, one going. Whether there's going to be, I think there might be an ice hockey game on that. That while we're there as well, I understand at the T-Mobile. There's arena. no way I'm going to an ice hockey no, game. You're not going to do that. No, no. Don't like it or. Just don't just want to go near people. I don't want to be that with that many people. Yeah, right. No. So, yeah, there's that. Yeah, right. And, and looking at, um, like, I've, I've been watching stuff coming out of America and no one seems to be wearing masks anymore. It seems to be, like, totally back to normal for them yeah. because they live there. They don't have to travel like we do. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's going to be... I think there's lots going to happen between now and then. I reckon I the Omicron, I don't, doesn't to me, doesn't seem like as bad as a, an outbreak as Delta. It sounds like it's more, more. Um, it's easy, it spreads easier. Yeah, but, but it's uh, less um, problematic. So it's yeah. it's less. So it's less uh, does it hospitalizes less people. Correct. Not, not as the severe. effects of it are, are, not are worse. Are better, but the uh, yeah. spreading is is worse. It's it's yeah yeah well. I don't know. Well, apparently, yeah, what's his name? Um, J- 
Joe. Um, no, Barnaby Joyce. Barnaby Joyce has got, he's got it. it yeah. he's, he, but he tra- was travelling. That's yeah. how he got it. He was like, in London. Now he's in Washington. Yeah, I know. Fucking COVID. Because like, the potential is we land in US. We're going to get a test after a couple of days. Or Allegedly, but they're not checking you. Yeah. I don't. Okay. Because yeah. imagine landing in a, in the in Vegas. The next day you test positive and you can't do anything for ten days. You got to sit there. Yeah. Like that's just team trip over. Yeah. <laughs> So there's still yeah. no word on how CES are going to check your vaccination status and all that stuff. But well, they're working <coughs> on that. They said they're going to have an in, like the for US people. Yeah, the US the thing's easy. International. Inter- you know, as I said yeah. weeks ago, they should just be using the international travel app, which which yeah. will validate by QR code. Very easy. Oh, th- so that exists already. Yeah, the airlines use it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just right scan on. the scan the vaccination. And I organise my test as well, and my, my, I'm in the process of organising my insurance too. My travel yeah. insurance. Get it happening, mate. Yeah, it's all. We've still got a bit of time. I'll, I'll get it all sorted by the end of the week. I reckon. Yeah, I'll, go, I'll book in. So is it now a day before you travel? You got to get your yeah, test. So you got to get. So how does that work for you? Like December thirty-one, you'll get it. The day before you travel. Yeah. Like I'm going January second, so I got to get it on January first. Yeah. Look, I'm still going to do it that way, but there is rapid testing at the airport. Yeah, I don't want to chance that. Uh, exactly. On the it's cheaper. It's seventy-nine but it, bucks. But when they say a day, they mean a day, not twenty-four hours. Like no. it's one day. So I rang that mob that I spoke yeah. to, that I put you onto, and I've paid already. Yeah. I rang them, and they said it's twenty-four hour turnaround. I oh, said no. so. If I get a test at nine a.m. because my flight's not till the afternoon, my I flight's want, not till the evening. Yeah. yeah. So if I get a test at nine a.m. the day before, you're saying I will get it by nine a.m. the next day. She said yes. She said, "If you want it with, if you want it the same day, you'd need to go out to a Bella Vista uh, location, and they will do it almost instantly because that's the lab." Um, I said, "That's fine as long as I get it by nine a.m." So hang on, so you get the result within twenty four hours, or you going to be tested within twenty four hours? The result within twenty four hours. So I'm so going to get tested on nine at nine a.m. on the thirty first. Yep, and then I'll have the result in my email on like a certificate yep. on on at nine a.m. on the first. And I'll get on a plane that afternoon. Okay. Well, that's what I'll do. I'll get it on yep. the first. Yeah. If they're right, will they be open, I guess? I don't, I don't know. know. New Year's Day. I don't know. <laughs> what do I do? I'll get it on the morning. Well, you have to ring them and find out. Yeah, I have to find yep. out. Yeah, well. Ring them and find out. Jeez. Wow. But then my theory is if I don't get that email, I'll just do the rapid test at the airport. Yeah, of course. I'll just go. I'll, I'll literally, if I have the email by 9.45, I'll just get the car and go to the airport. Just go there hours early. Hours early. Yeah, just where, wherever I, I have to sit. I do that anyway. Yeah, I know. Same yeah. here. Um, Total airport nerd. <clears throat> mate, oh, mate, it's going to be so weird. I don't think it's going to be Sydney Airport. I don't reckon it's going to be that busy. Do you reckon it'll be busy? No, it should be. It'll be solid, but not as busy as normal. No, we're near I reckon as busy when we land in the in the Vegas, I don't think that's going to be anywhere near as busy as it normally is because of CES is only kind of quarter of the size at this point, mm. with exhibit number of exhibitors and people. I know there's a lot of people not coming from Europe and Australia and other parts of the world. Yeah, but so, I think America's still, yeah, big. For them, oh, of course, this the American show. companies are, are oh, doing this shit, as big as ever. Yeah. Well, that's why I reckon later this year, IFA is going to be massive. IFA yeah. in Berlin, yeah. And I'm I'm MWC by the way. I'm on board already for huh? MWC. Wait. So that's well, Barcelona end of Feb. Yep. So that that's going to be pretty solid too. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, we're all yeah, in. We're we're, we're got to go. We've got to start. We've got to go. And I'm hoping, WWDC. Apple launches. I think later they'll in the look year. and see what happens with these events and see yeah. how they go down and what the reaction is and well, how many people can test positive. And <laughs> I, I reckon what Apple will do, Apple will sort of take the reins of their own event and yeah. they'll organise the app to prove your vaccination. Yeah, they'll yeah. do all of that. Yeah, they'll it'll be seamless with them. I reckon yeah. they'll have all of this sorted so that it'll be no trouble to What's get. The, there. I wonder what their stance is on. Max mandatory stuff because if they if they're not mandatory with their employees, how can they be that with journos? You know, it'd be very interesting. Well, if we're coming in from another country, you could, they'd have to have some kind of 
that have to be well. It wouldn't be their standard; it'd be the country standard. You can fly like, into you can fly to to America without a vaccination. What? It's just, just a different process, I think. How do you get yeah. out of the country? How do you get I, out I of Australia? Know. I don't know, but I'm just saying America's rules, right, are not. There's 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 a list of things you need to do for different circumstances. So if you're not vaccinated, these things like more tests and you got to have different yeah, things. Prove you're yeah. negative. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, wow. So it's a bloody such. A, it's just a maze, isn't it? All this stuff you got to do. I'm, it's going to be logistically it's gonna be a fuck up. Yeah, it's going to be like a normal. It's going to be quite a, a, a process, isn't yeah. it? Like, yeah. Anyway, we'll see. Oh, We've got we'll, it all ahead of us, mate. Battle on. We'll battle on. Rightio. Well, uh, we'll talk to you later in the week. Uh, the uh, Tech Guide podcast will be in the fee, in the channel tomorrow, uh, EFTM on Wednesday, and uh, the uh, final episode of Two Blokes Talking Tech for the year on Thursday. Yes. Followed by a very special, a very special you movie about podcast. That one? Oh, of course, yes. For the, the week of Christmas, week yes. before Christmas. That's right. Yes, yes. yes. Oh no, that's the week after, isn't it? Yeah, good no, point. Well, there's, there's the. Yes. We're gonna have a movie podcast on uh, the seventh, the tenth. So tenth tomorrow. Yep. Sorry, tenth was last week. Yep. Last week we had one. <laughs> this Friday. That's how I was right. This is yeah. The, the, so this Friday we got one, yep. and then the following Friday, is which the very is Christmas Eve, yeah. is the very special one. I like that we're gonna keep best that a secret. Movies you've never seen. Okay. Yeah. All right. See you next week. Ciao. Oh no, this week. <laughs> <laughs>